I'm Lieutenant Joe Pangaro. I've been a cop for 27 years. I like to say I got a backstage pass to life. Well, guess what? I got some tickets for you. So come on in, pull up a chair, turn up that volume, and let's go. Chasing Justice is on. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon. This is Lieutenant Joe here on Chasing Justice. So there's been a lot going on, as there always is. How many times can I say that? How many times do you think I can open an episode by saying, boy, there's a lot going on? I think I say it all the time because you know what? It's been non-stop things going on every week. There's things you think w- would shock you. And then the next week you say, well, that's not that bad. Look what just happened now. So I was planning on having all the fellas from the neighborhood here. Now, we haven't had a, a, a good get-together in a while. Uh, but unfortunately, at the last minute, we had some uh, some problems a couple of the fellas had but i would say i would dare say uh that instead of everybody i brought to the cream of the crop the head of the road the guy we all want to hear from <laughs> mr jim giordano formerly known as um claude delecto oh. <laughs> <laughs> we used to call him that we don't call him that anymore jim Cor- welcome aboard Corporal, how are you? Uh, uh, corporal agar agon yeah <laughs> Uh, he's our guy. So, Jim, welcome aboard. It's good to have you here. I know uh, I, I get emails and people are like, hey, where's the guys in the neighborhood? Where's Jim? You know, that kind of thing. So here you are. So there's so much for us to talk about. I think we're going to start off with something interesting and a little different. And this really, this is in your kind of in your wheelhouse. This is something that we tease Jim about all the time. You know, uh, here in the studio, if you can see, we have a tinfoil hat uh, with antennas and everything on it. We make Jim wear it once in a while. When, uh, when something comes up about the UFO conspiracy or maybe a new Navy footage or somebody, you know, got probed somewhere and uh, whatever. Uh, but recently, I think many of us have seen this event that took place on an airplane where a woman um, apparently was talking to somebody on the airplane and then had some, something happen with her between her and this person where she ended up basically being hysterical and screaming at the crew and everybody on the airplane saying that the person she was talking to was not real. This person is not real. And if you want to stay and die, you can do it. But I'm not saying he's not real. And he was, she was calling him that mf He's not real. And it, it was kind of a, a strange scene because you, you say, okay, is she high? Is, was she intoxicated? Was she, is she on some kind of hallucinogen? Uh, she looked pretty normal. And then uh, social media really took off commenting on this particular event. Now, of course, there was the comments you can expect. Uh, she was a, an attractive woman, no doubt about it. She was very attractive. So about 90% of the commentary was about, uh, she's very attractive, but obviously very crazy. And then, of course, people were posting that uh, there, was a, there was a meme that came out a few years ago where this, this professor was standing there and he drew a, a graph line and he says here there's a correlation between hotness and crazy <laughs> you know the hotter they are the crazier they are now i don't agree with that i think that's wrong i don't like when people speak like that uh but this now all of a sudden these memes started popping up that this woman was very attractive but she's saying that somebody she met on the airplane is not real um that's kind of strange but what i started to hear then is the term shape shifter there was a shape that the person was a shape shifter. Now, I know a little bit about the concept of what a shape shifter is, but that's why we have Jim here. Jim's going to help us out and tell us, Jim, what is a shape shifter and why should we be aware of shape shifters? Well, I'll, I'll start with when I saw the old article, my first inclination was the woman's a nut. 
she hit, she was on drugs or something. But then when you started reading some of the background articles and what you just mentioned, there was a person on the plane who saw the guy that she was talking to and when he looked at the person, he winked, but his eye winked in a different fashion instead of up and down, left and right. Now the guy could be just trying to, you know, maybe get on social media because, you know, it's, you make right. a lot of money these days on social media. But <clears throat> the hope, that's the, the probability is that there's something wrong with her. She has a mental deficiency, but there is something out there, and I, I talked about this before, about um, a group of aliens called reptilians who have been on this earth for 8,000 years, and they've been known to be shapeshifters. Okay, so hang on, let's back this up so we unpack this properly. So there is theories out in the, it's I wouldn't say conspiracy world, but in the world to believe that aliens that not only have been visiting us, but have been here for, for thousands of years. Is that the idea? Yes. Real aliens from other, other galaxies, other yeah. planets. There, many, there were many aliens, but the original aliens that came here came 8,000 years ago. They were involved with uh, the Sumerian civilization. Uh, building that up, they uh, some of them helped humanity, some of them enslaved humanity. They, like everything else, there's good and bad. So you know, when someone goes out there, oh, there's aliens and they're bad. Well, that's not true. There's probably good and bad aliens, like they're good and bad human beings. Mm -hmm. but let's assume that low probability that there was something to what this woman saw. Obviously, something spooked her. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, clearly, she had an airplane ticket to go on an airplane. She was talking to some guy, and then she basically lost it and screaming, I'm getting off this plane. That guy is not real. He is not real, she's screaming. Now, what does that mean? Robotic? I mean, what, but she was, uh, this is where all the theories come from. No one's spoken to her. No one has interviewed her to go, what do you mean he wasn't real? Did you think he was a, a cyborg? Was he was he a, a shapeshifter? Well, you know, why would you get that impression that this person was not real enough to get off the airplane? Um, I will tell you that the news media does not want to come out with any kind of information shared with the public associated with any type of potential aliens existing on this earth. I don't know why. Um, you know, there's some conspiracy theorists out there who think that um, um, the people who ultimately control the human race basically are aliens. All right, so let's let's take a look at that for a minute because I hear this and I, I joked about it a lot. I teased you a lot. All, that's why we made the tinfoil hat, right? Um, the idea, I think, I, I love the concept of the universe and you and I have had many, many conversations about the size of the universe, the scope and how big it is and, and that there's probably absolutely life throughout the universe. I believe that. Um, the, the cutoff line is that, is that life visiting us here on Earth? I mean, right. we are this tiny little speck in a sea of outer space to, to be able to find us and get here. Our radio signals have really only been going out for 60 or 70 years, so they're only 70 light years away. Uh, you know, is there life between here and 70 light years? How else could they track us? They wouldn't even know we were here. Stephen, Stephen Hawking actually said we should be careful with these uh, messages we're sending out there, because if there is hostile aliens out there, and 300 years from now they're, you know, they're 300 light years away, and they get that signal, maybe oh, there is life. Let's go find them, and they could be hostile. 
So what's really changed my opinion on this, that, that maybe something might be going on, is the military now releasing these videos of these aircraft that they cannot describe. They cannot come up with it. Now, I saw Michio Kako, the uh, Japanese scientist, and he said that they had taken some of these, um, apparently sphere-like uh, things they've seen that they've got on military film and they've broken it down frame by frame. He goes to the point that at frame by frame, we can calculate the exact speed of the, of the object. We can calculate its change. It changes on a dime. It changes direction so much so that if a human being or something like a human being was in that shift, the velocities alone and the changing of directions would, would break your bones into, into rubble. It defies the laws of physics. So ultimately, you would have to uh, conjecture that these people are able, if they exist, they're able to somehow get themselves out of the three-dimensional universe um, and maybe... Um, some type of technology, but if you can get yourself out of the three-dimensional universe and defy the laws of physics as we know it, you can break the speed of light. Right. So, I mean, it's entirely plausible, but you brought up a question. Well, if they are aliens, how come they haven't shown themselves? Right. Why don't we see them? Why don't we see them other than, you know, there's always a grainy picture. There's always a wobbly camera. You know, the military photos are different. We're actually seeing them tracking things, moving at incredible rates of speed. Uh, even one even went into the water. Uh, I, I find that fascinating. Like the, the fact that they're telling us that, to your point earlier, the government doesn't want to tell us. The, they're telling us that there's this is something. We don't know what it is, but it's something. Uh, and right, it, it doesn't follow the physics we understand. I would have to think that if you could get here from a hundred light years away, that trip in itself is, is very lengthy. Uh, you'd have to have, you know, like we see on these TV shows where they, people sleep on the ship for generations of people to get somewhere. If they can get here in a relative period of time, like on a space mission, they'd have to be doing and doing things we can't even comprehend to, to move through space. Exactly. But, you know, there could be years ahead of us techno technologically, but humanity if we don't kill ourselves, we'll eventually get there. I mean, we'll eventually discover all these ways, we'll eventually get out into the universe. But there's another story that was about a month ago that you probably aren't aware of, but there was a report that a UFO crashed in Nevada. And I don't know if you've read this, but they even had the, 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 a picture of this fireball coming down and crashing. Yes. I think I actually talked about it. it was a green fireball yes. that came down. And some kid called up and said, there's two creatures in my backyard. We're looking at it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And of course, that got pushed under the rug in today's world. I mean, you can make money off of just claiming that there were two creatures in the backyard. You know, you go get on the internet, you know, you get advertising. So you can't believe anything you read. But it doesn't mean that that did not happen. And frankly, what I've been seeing lately that it's highly probable that they've been here and that they're here. Um, and the question is, why aren't they showing themselves? Well, one person I read came up with a hypothesis that the fact is that the universe is created. This is, we'll call it karma. There's a, God created a universe and there's a karmic retribution. 
You're not supposed to remove other sentient beings' freedom, enslave them. But if they decide to enslave themselves, so perhaps that is their game. You know, perhaps they're working behind the scenes with all our societies, with all our institutions, and getting us, the general population, to enslave ourselves. And you have to laugh, it sounds ludicrous, but what I've seen in this country, the land of freedom, the land of liberty, what are we doing to ourselves? We're enslaving ourselves. We Taxes. are. Taxes. We are. I just. I need to go back on that, though, for a second. I'm, I, I can see them coming here for, you know, they may be explorers. Uh, there's a couple of theories. You know, they're explorers. Or don't we have ex exploration? We have the voyagers. We have two of them that have left our solar system. They and they're still functioning. They're they still haven't sending even gone material. to Alpha, Alpha Centauri yet. No, I mean, no, they're, they're only just outside of our, right. our. After 45 years, they just left our solar system. But the reality is, a thousand years from now, they won't be transmitting anymore. But they'll still be on a trajectory into deep space, and eventually, somebody might come across them. If there's another, what would we do tomorrow? Um, what was that rock that came by, Bakuru or something they called it, and it was lengthy and long, and they said it was uh, extra uh, solar system rock, and somebody said, maybe it's a spaceship, and I said, well, it kind of looks like a rock, it doesn't look like a spaceship, but they're trying to figure out um, why this thing, it came from outside our As solar some system. Some scientists and speculated that it was a spaceship, but you heard about it, you read it, it was interesting, it looked like a rock to me, Joe, yeah. like an asteroid, but right. they said it was not naturally made yeah okay I, and you know we, we again we didn't follow up with that that's like that thing at the bottom of the ocean in norway this semicircular round thing that kind of looks like the star wars ship that han solo flew um i mean it's very unique looking formation at the bottom of this ocean and they said when ships go over the top the magnetics go crazy and this and that okay are we looking at that any any deeper maybe they are and they're not telling us but I have to say, why would these things, why would creatures from another place come here and and twofolds? See, I'm trying to really think this out. We know that in our space program, we have had accidents where our ships have crashed, blown up, we've lost astronauts. You would think that any other creatures, once they left whatever their transportation mode was through a wormhole or whatever, once they got here into our atmosphere flying their ships, they might crash. They, you got if you, so you have a lot of them. There could be an error on the cruise part. There could be a data error. It could be something, and they've crashed. And that's where you say, "Well, okay, Roswell right. is that what Roswell was?" I mean, it, how? And the bigger point being, if they are coming here and lots of people know about it to the point that they're controlling our government in the background. How come nobody has come forward on their deathbed and said, here, here's pictures of me and Klaatu. Well, they have. You know. It gets suppressed in the media. Again, you're, you're reading the internet, and it could be just someone making something up, but there have been people that have gone out on the internet and showed pictures, had made these statements. There at least, I mean, there was Medahev from, um, from Russia he was the head of their defense ministry. He actually mm -hmm. came out and said, yeah, the aliens are here. Um, and I, it's about time that humanity start just recognizing the possibility that they're here. And what are they doing here? Yeah. 
is a, is a good question. Um, yes, there's all kinds of speculation, but what is the interest in the human race? Right. And that's and you have talked about this in the past, and I think you go a little philosophical here, which I think is good. But you, you say to yourself, well, why, why are we going into outer space? Why are we doing it? Why are we exploring other planets and and the unit why are we do, why are we doing that we're doing that because we see down the road we have enough foresight now to see that uh, you know there is a time limit for this planet there there could be catastrophes you can have a, an asteroid out of nowhere pop up and wipe out all life on this planet if we don't move on throughout the solar system and the galaxy we're we have a finite time here there's a reality there's an end five billion years from now the sun's going to be as big as, as, as all the way out to Mars, and we're going to get wiped out. So if we're not moving in five billion years, which is an enormous amount of time, but the reality is that's why we do it. Why would they be well, doing it? We're moving it? now. Uh, I mean, the speculation, and there's a lot of information out there that kind of points to this. The, one of the reasons why they suppressed the whole alien issue is because we have these spaceships. We're reverse engineering these spaceships. Mm -hmm. You know, Rumsfeld, remember he came out and said there was like something like $10 trillion missing in the defense budget. Mm -hmm. Where is all that money? That's a lot of money, especially in 1980s. Mm -hmm. um, the speculation is that there is a, a, a complex, a military industrial complex that's all suppressed underneath the, um, uh, what we see as Americans, as people on earth, that basically they have all this technology. They don't want to release it to humanity. Why? Zero point energy, free energy. The whole, all of the, the stress, all of the anguish that goes on in the world right now gets cleared up with zero point energy because we don't have to pay for it. Okay, it's so energy that comes from the universe. Let's, let's define that because I think now you're hitting on some something. So the term zero point energy, the first time I really heard it was in a conversation with you a few weeks ago. What is zero point energy? Because I know right now everything is energy. We, our electric, our, our fossil fuels, our natural gas, the windmills, the turbine, all the stuff we're trying to do to power our lives so that we can function is energy. Without that, we're back in the Stone Age. So what is zero point energy? What is that? Uh, I'm not an expert, but and I'll, I'll put it in layman's terms as I know it. The universe itself is energy in the matrix of the universe. And all you do is have to extract that energy out of space. And what do, you, what do you mean there's energy in space? I mean, I see there's, there's empty, there's a void. Where, where is there, where's the electric that's going to turn on my TV so I can watch TV or I can listen to America Out Loud on my radio? Where does that energy come from if we're not having a, a turbine turning somewhere or a, a plant? You're thinking in, in modern day physics, you know, Newtonian physics. This is all beyond that. And it's way, way beyond uh, um, my intellect. But, you know, there's a lot of things out there with even they do experiments in physics. They have the two plates, and, I, and forgive me, I don't remember. I remember studying this in college. Two plates that are very close to each other, and it generates electricity, and they never figure out how. Um, you have uh, uh, the experiment where you shoot two particles, and when, as soon as they measure those particles, it's either a wave or it is a particle. We don't understand this. We don't understand. Our current physics do not understand 
um, quantum mechanics. Right. So there's something there that we just don't know, or maybe we don't know, maybe we do know, but the human population was still being forced to read the Newtonian physics, was still being okay. forced to be to be trained on the old style stuff yes. because someone's holding this technology for themselves. Now that makes sense. That makes sense. I always I always liked Stephen Hawking. I, I always found when I first started to understand the universe a little bit and the sizes, and I've talked about that many times, that when I realized the size of the universe, that's what gave me insight into the enormity and all of that. And he always was talking, he talked in his first couple of books, you know, the spin particle Y and the spin... But as we start to look at quantum mechanics, you start to see that that is different and that could bore people to death here. But the reality is we don't understand that. There are ways that a particle can be in two places at the same time. Yes. And they figured that out. A particle can be in two places at the same They've time. They've shown it. Yes. Exactly. So if a particle, a single particle could be in two places at the same time, that would seem to me to be possibly a mode of transportation if we could do it on a grander scale. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. 
Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix Rex nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Well, the OUTLOUD truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Well, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter the body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. For 40 years, alarmists have been warning of a climate catastrophe, yet none of their dire predictions have come true. Temperatures have not soared, sea level rise has not been unusual, and extreme weather events have not increased in either frequency or intensity. In short, there is no climate emergency. For 15 years, the International Climate Science Coalition has led the call for climate realism and a Made in America climate plan. A plan based on real science that responds to the real world needs of Americans, supports economic growth, and strengthens our essential infrastructure. A plan that protects the environment and ensures that Americans can enjoy the blessings of clean air, clean land, and clean water for generations to come. It's time to put ideology and pseudoscience aside. It's time for a sensible climate plan. For more information or to donate, visit our website, icsc-climate.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to Chasing Justice. Now, I am here with my good friend, confidant, and uh, Mensa member, 
like myself, Jim Giordano, and we're talking about all the things going on in the outer universe. We're going to talk about some stuff going on right here on Earth now, uh, a couple of things that we want to talk about. But first, I said I would I would do a, uh, a follow-up. You know, a few weeks ago, uh, I had the boys from the neighborhood here, and I, I tell you all the time, I take the Healthy Cell product, I take the Immune Boost, and it has absolutely changed my health life. It has really made my immune system so much stronger. Uh, if I get a cold, it's gone in a day. I haven't had the sinus infections I always get. I find it to be an amazing product. But they also have uh, the, the the REM sleep product, which my cousin Stephen uh, is using. I bought it for him. He buys it on his own now, and he says he actually sleeps. We're going to have him come on and talk about it. But I did give Jim and the boys from the neighborhood the focus factor because, you know, between you and me, they're all, you know, they're slipping a little. You know, they're slipping a little. And, uh, well, maybe not so much Jim, but everybody else. Uh, and I want them to try it. Now, Jim, I know you've been trying it. You've been taking it now because uh, I gave it to you. But I also it's want to. It's important What's to me it do? because, you know, both my in-laws had dementia. And I saw how their cognitive abilities declined. Um, so I started taking this. And I believe it's really helped. I really do. Um, I, all I can say is it's hard to tell because you have to go back um, but I do realize that I'm not as tired, uh, mentally tired, uh, as I, I used to be. And I think it's probably something I'll be doing for the rest of my life. I think that's excellent. And I'm telling you, I would not have passed this on to you fellas if I didn't think it would be good. Because uh, me personally, I don't feel I need it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sharp as a tack. Um, but I know... It can help anybody, you know, and I want to take it. I want to get it for Ted. Um, but that and the sleep product really helped my cousin Stephen, Stephen, who really could not sleep. I mean, he's a young guy and he couldn't sleep and now he's sleeping. All right. So listen, Healthy Cell, their products are here on the network. Go take a look. Uh, I want, just wanted you to hear from Jim because I told you I would get these guys back on here to talk about it. And it's been a, so I'm glad it's helping you. I'm glad it's helping you. It's a good thing. All right. So speaking of taking something, um, recently we saw in the news that a small bag of cocaine was found in the White House. Now, the stories that came out, I, I, I'm kind of interested in how this comes across. First of all, cocaine is illegal. It's an illicit drug. It is illegal uh, to possess and use cocaine in the United States. There's a caveat to that. Your dentist uses legal cocaine when they do dental work on you. Uh, so there is a purpose for cocaine, but it is considered addictive and it is considered illegal for recreational purposes. Now, they find a bag, a small bag of cocaine, um, and we were told initially it was in the West Wing, highly traveled part of the West Wing. Why were they telling us that? Because they want us to think all the, so many thousands of people are coming through there. Could have been anybody's, right? This is, you know, you get all the time. Could be anybody's drug. Um, but they found it. Then they changed the story and they said it was near the situation room. Then it was in a locker. Then, you know, and the, the Kareem G. Pierre was there to tell us very clearly that the Biden family was at Camp David. They were not there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. They couldn't come back till Tuesday. Well, that's when they found it. That doesn't mean that's when it was dropped. My concern is this we need to know who has illicit drugs in the White House. Is the president using them? Or is it somebody else in the White House? I speculated on a previous show that there are reporters, there are lots, there are lots of people in the West Wing that work there, that come and go. Cocaine is a recreational drug. It could have been anybody's that could have dropped it there. But the fact that we're not getting a, a solid answer, they can go back and watch the video cameras and see who had that drug. 
Why isn't the video? They don't work. Just like the Epstein case. They don't work. Come on, we're the United States of America. Don't tell me those video cameras don't work. It's the White House. It's the White House. I mean, it, it defies the imagination that people actually are going to believe this. I mean, listen, let's look at the facts. And, and let's look, and it's not 100% absolute, but Hunter Biden has been on, on the internet. He's a drug user. We know that. It's been, even though they, in the past, that they said it was all fake and it was, it was Russian disinformation, we know it's true now. He does drugs. He was there, 4th of July weekend. I mean, it just seems plausible that they were brought in by him. And he dropped the bag out of his pocket. Uh, exactly. Okay. So when I when I look at something investigatively as a as a investigator, detective, what we look at is we have a set of circumstances in front of us. And then you do want to try and evaluate. I, I call it a uh, your investigative hypothesis, right? Because you have to have a place to start. You go to a murder scene. You want to figure out who's the victim. Who knew the victim? Is it in their home? Is it out in the street? Was it a robbery? Was it a domestic violence? You need some basic facts to start formulating your investigative uh, plan. How are you going to investigate this and look at it? Where people go wrong or often, and I teach officers this all the time, where they go wrong is that they, they jump to a conclusion. You know, the wife is dead. It has to be the husband. Now, in reality, many times when the wife is killed, it is the husband, but not every time and when you when you take a uh this this thought of well that's who it is and that's what i'm going to focus on without having a broader range until your evidence and your case brings you to that spot you have to have a lot of ideas as what could happen so your point is well taken if i if i looked at this if they brought me in i'm secret service okay investigate this a bag of cocaine in the white house first thing i'd look and say is Okay, who, who's the most likely person that might have brought cocaine in? And you'd immediately say, well, Hunter Biden. We know he's had a cocaine problem, an addiction problem. Uh, it's, it's very likely that he probably might still be using cocaine. I don't know that he is or not, but it's probably likely. For people that are addicted, it's a very difficult thing to break an addiction. So I would look at that. Then the very next thing I would do is I'd go to the cameras. This is the White House, okay? They got cameras everywhere recording everything because anything can happen at any moment there. And... It's all documented. Let's look at the camera. Next thing I look at is go, why the story change? Why the story change? It was in the West Wing in a locker. Now, it was actually in the West Wing, but it was near the Situation Room. Well, where was it? Who's getting the bad information? Karine Jean-Pierre is the spokesman for the President of the United States. You'd think she would have information that is accurate and doesn't have to change every two minutes. So the whole idea, and this is what I want to talk to you about, Jim, and the fact that you said you don't really care that much, that, that it was a little bag of cocaine. Cocaine is used by millions of people recreationally. Powder cocaine, it is. Crack cocaine is a much more uh, addictive substance, uh, but lots of people use powder cocaine. It, you know, in the 70s and the 80s, right? It was everywhere. Every club you went to, every movie star, everybody was using powder cocaine. So it's not so shocking that somebody that works there might have a bag of cocaine with them. Um, but I went through the process to get into the White House. It is very detailed security uh, processes. And I've got to assume that they're sniffing dogs. There's, there's sniffing equipment in the air to see, make sure you're not bringing in something else. Um, 
But, but just in general, the press is making a, a no, this is no big deal. So what? There was cocaine in the White House. Where do you stand on that? Well, it's a, it's the hypocrisy of it all. First of all, we should have all the answers. I mean, with all the security we have in the White House, we should have all the answers. But it's obviously it's a cover-up. It's the same kind of cover-up I see that comes out of this news media, that comes out of Washington, D.C., day in and day out, constantly. I mean, we can go back to the Trump um, campaign, the Russia collusion. How many years did we have to listen to Russia collusion, Russia, Russia, Russia? And it's all false. You know, mm -hmm. and the American people don't see this. I mean, they're just pulling the wool over our eyes. And because cocaine is illegal, maybe they're trying to protect Hunter Biden. In, in reality, it's not the cocaine that bothers me because I couldn't care less. In reality, it's the cover-up yes, that bothers me. I agree with you 100%. You're right. Um, you know, would I expect someone who's addicted to, to crack cocaine? I don't know. I never heard that he went to a lockdown six-month program. You know, I know, I know from seeing people addicted to heroin and crack cocaine that uh, most of our insurance companies will pay for a 28-day program. You go for 28 days. Well, 28 days is not enough to free you of the addiction of cocaine or heroin. It's just not. Uh, you need one of those six-month lockdown programs where you have no contact with the outside world. You go through the withdrawals, you go through the pain, and you work your way through it. You have doctors there, you have psychologists there. I don't know that Hunter's ever gone through that, um, which would tell me that he maybe is still using drugs. I don't know. He could be, he couldn't he be. He was charged. But it would make sense. Any of the things that were on that computer... He never was charged. Oh, no, I, I take that back. He got a slap on the hand. The bigger, much larger issue here is the multi-tiered judicial system that we have in this country. People who are considered elite and are protected by the media, nothing ever happens to them. But God forbid you have a different political persuasion, they come after you, the IRS, OSHA, EPA, Everybody will come after you, and they will trump up things, and they will trump, and um, it's not a pun intended, right. because actually it, it is a pun, but it was unintentional. Right. They will, they will come after you, and they will bury the common individual. Right. You can't fight City Hall, and you certainly can't fight um, the national government. There's no way around it. I mean, you're right. You know, one of the things people complain about and they talk about in law enforcement reform across the nation is that they want to uh, you know, change the way law enforcement does their work because we have seen officers plant drugs. It's a known thing that people plant drugs. They plant evidence. There are bad cops out there and we have to get rid of them. They're very small in number, but we know over the course of years, there's officers admitted to doing the wrong thing. Well, if the government planted records on you, Planted data that they found they got from your bank and showed that you did this or you did it. How are you going to fight that? You can't. Do you think you're ever going to fight that? No. You're not going to fight that. They're going to bury you, just like you said. And in this case, we look and say, is it a conspiracy to protect Hunter? Is there a, a, a tool-tiered justice system? Well, I saw, I saw a representative the other day, and I'm trying to remember who it was. You see all these clips on social media, and Jim Jordan and is doing a great job, and this guy Comer is doing a great job. But there's so many of them, you kind of get lost in the sauce of who they're talking to. And it was one of these uh, officials, it might have been Christopher Ray, 
where he was out there being asked about the two-tier system of justice. And he says, it absolute, that's a myth. It, there's absolutely no truth to that whatsoever. We investigate everything exactly the same, no matter who it is, and the chips fall where they may. And it was, oh, who was it? Uh, the money honey they call her on Fox News. I can't think of her name. She's a, she does all the money stuff, and that's her nickname. Oh, she's a Maria Bartoloma. Maria Bartoloma was investigating, was was interviewing him, and she was great. She pursued it. She did not give it up. She was like a pit bull, and she says, "Well, listen. The perception of the American people is that if you're Hillary Clinton, and you are found uh, with classified documents, some highly classified documents, on a personal server that you're not supposed to have in your house." You don't get in any trouble. Matter of fact, the, the FBI clears you and says, no, nobody would ever charge somebody like that. But somebody like Donald Trump that they're against, the president of the United States, former president of the United States, this is the most amazing paradigm shift in to do a search warrant on the president's house, the ex-president's house, for documents that according to the Presidential Records Act, and I don't want to bore people to death, but according to that, he, he decides this was unclassified. And I brought it home. I have a right to have it. Uh, and they were going back and forth with this Christopher Ray, And he sits there and it's infuriating. He says, there's no two-tier system of justice. When we all see, it, there clearly is. If you're Donald Trump, they're going to charge you in every... And they got the balls to do it, don't they? 1, I mean, these Democrats, man, they will come after you. Republicans wouldn't do it. They that's won't do my, it now. That's my problem. It's not the cocaine. But how many people have been stopped in their car that had cocaine on them? And next thing you know, their lives are ruined. Their lives are ruined. They're brought up on charges. They have to go to court. And in many cases, and all they are is recreational users. That's why I'm mm -hmm. really libertarian when it comes to drugs. I think drugs are bad. Right? Don't get me wrong. But the fact of the matter is too many people have been punished very harshly because the system is not perfect. And all they are is recreational users. But you can't keep it legal otherwise you're going to promote addiction yeah and and this is this is you and i had this conversation a while back and, and i saw it in my career uh, as law enforcement and i was a narcotics officer i did all that and the reality is lots of people get caught up in the snare you're absolutely right and it does change their lives i, I always saw it with marijuana you you arrest these young people 18 19 20 years old and they have a bag of marijuana well, they get fingerprinted for that. Not every a crime you get fingerprinted for. Disorderly persons, you know, fighting in a bar. If nobody gets hurt, you get arrested, but you don't get fingerprints. Not a criminal record. Possession of marijuana was. It was considered a, a drug that they uh, fingerprinted people for. And you had to go around with that for the rest of your life. You couldn't get clearances for certain kind of jobs. You had a report. You had an arrest and people wouldn't hire you. And I saw that while this was a problem, the drug it was a problem, not because of the, the kids that were had had a bag of weed on them and smoking the joint before they uh, you know went and watched a movie, but because of the the importation, the dealing in the marijuana led to the deaths of people. It led to violence. It led to unbelievable amounts of carnage because of the money involved with it. Not the kid who had the bag, but the kid who had the bag, his life was devastated, and. When it came to cocaine, the other side I saw is that you can smoke pot and it does have an effect on you. People slow down. They don't think as fast. It robs you of your motivation. It does all that stuff, but it's not addictive. It's it's psychologically, uh, it's not physically addictive, psychologically addictive. Cocaine 
and heroin, on the other hand, are physically and psychologically addictive. And people's lives are destroyed completely. And I always said, if they made it legal so that we stopped arresting people for it, then people that would never, ever try cocaine or heroin will try it. They will get addicted and their lives will be destroyed. And that's why it stays illegal. But here it is in the White House. It is an illegal federal drug. And they're treating it, the press is treating it like, oh, it's no big deal. So what? So there was a little bag of cocaine. That's no big deal. As opposed to what else is going on? What else could you get into the White House that should, what if somebody brought in, uh, what was that, that drug they were, that stuff they were, the white powder in the letters? What if they put that into the White House and got the president with that? Uh, um, yes. This could uh, destroy our country. I agree. So why, why are, we're not making a big deal out of it because of who it is. Yes. We're going to make an excuse about it. We're going to step away from It's just a big Donald Trump actually came down the chimney of the White House and he left that bag there <laughs> because he wants to get them in trouble. I'm sure that's the thing we're going to hear next. Uh, um, but anyway, that that leads us to what I want to talk about. Now, a couple of things that have gone on. Um, the Biden corruption, the Biden criminal family. Now, it seems to me, Jim, you're a decent human being. You know right from wrong. You're discerning. You're an intelligent person. When you see all of the things that are reported to have happened with the, uh, with the Biden family, how many, let me ask you, you're, you're a man of means. You've worked hard. You've earned, you've earned a good living. You've, you've done a good thing for yourself. How many shell companies do you have to shuttle money around in, in your personal life? Zero. <laughs> You don't have any shuttle. You don't have any offshore companies. You oh, don't have. Oh no! How many of your grandchildren? <laughs> now you have grandchildren. Now how many? How many hundreds of thousands of dollars has the Chinese government sent to your grandchildren? Uh, zero. Zero. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I could see somebody having uh, a holding company because they they make something. The Bidens make Q-tips, or the oh, Bidens make Vaseline, or why, whatever. Why don't I have a job working for the oil company out of Ukraine? When uh, Burisma, mm-hmm. when I don't have any experience in oil, I don't but know how don't to pull need, out a You don't need that. Well, you don't need that. Why would you need experience to work in an oil company and uh, get 80000 uh, a month? Uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh. Maybe, probably, I, I would like to apply for that. Did you ever see, there's a meme out there, and I love these memes. Some of them, people are so clever with they these are. memes. There was Dave Chappelle, and he was playing this street guy, right? And he's, he's all a mess, and he's going, hey, you got any more of them $80,000 Burisma jobs hanging around? <laughs> like, as though you can just go get that. With It is so crystal clear that the only way you get those kind of things is if you're trading something for that money. Why would the, the former mayor's wife of, um, uh, in Russia, of Moscow, send Hunter Biden $3 million? The guy doesn't make a pencil. The family doesn't do a draft of, a, of, a, of an architecture design. They don't sell bubble gum. They don't have a lemonade stand. But you got these countries sending them millions of dollars. What are they sending that money for? America's for sale, but it is to some of our politicians. By the way, both parties are complicit. Uh, Absolutely. I I mean, and the fact of the matter is we're not doing anything as a country. Just some politicians are trying. We're not doing to try to fix it. The only way I can see that we can fix this is we have to drastically reduce the size of the federal government. I also think we should, Washington, D.C. needs to be moved. I mean, it can be our capital, 
but there's no way the Department of Agriculture should be in Washington, D.C. Um, I don't even think we need a Department of Labor, I'll be honest with you. We don't need a Department of Education. And if I was king, I'd get rid of the CIA, mm-hmm. I'd get rid of the FBI, knowing that there's going to be some negative consequences because they are there to protect the American people and they still do that job. But the negative with these agencies have far exceeded any positive at this point. We need to get rid of it all. Right. They really and, and the reasoning behind that is because they've been weaponized as tools, political tools against their enemies. The FBI which is a great law enforcement organization. Everybody who was a cop at some point said, you know, I would really wish I could be an FBI agent, you know, and do FBI stuff. I always thought that would be a great thing to be an FBI agent. I had respect for them. I worked with the FBI on many, many cases. It was, the, the organization was great. And it's not the men and women that were like me, detectives doing detective work. It, it's the upper echelon who have politicized that power they have this wielded power, like we talked about before, that you can't fight City Hall, but if they turn that power against you, you can't fight. I mean, they can just, they'll do a search warrant on you, and who knows what they put in there. They, they can come up with documents. They can say, you know what, you, what Jim said is so dangerous, he has to be punished, but what this one said is, is, is we not. We have whistleblowers, and you know, a lot of the politicians bring these whistleblowers forward. They have to go in hiding. That was now good. Let me let me throw this at you because because here's a point of view that I had. I haven't heard anybody else say it. They can't reveal who these whistleblowers are because their lives could be in danger. That's the premise. Why would their lives be in danger if they had no real information to tell about the Biden family? If they were just making crap up, you could prove it was crap. These guys are just uh, Trump people and we get rid of them. Why would their lives be in danger? The fact that you're concerned that if they came forward, the information they have is so damning to the Biden family that somebody in that organization, not necessarily President Biden or Hunter, but somebody in an organization would go silence this person with death. Doesn't that sound like the syndicate? Doesn't that sound like the, the mafia? I mean... Our government has become the greatest organized crime syndicate in in history. It's shocking. It's extremely shocking. It's, it's more than shocking. It's to the point that, you know, I know right now, and I'm not going to relitigate the 2020 elections. We've talked about that a million times. We're now looking at 2024, and there are millions and millions and millions of Americans that are already saying, well, it's going to be stolen. The next one's going to be stolen. They're going to, they're going to do what they're going to do. What and- has our government done? There are people like me who questioned it. Okay. Do I know for certain? Of course not. None of us are 100% sure. So why, if the government knew that there are a lot of people out there, like me, who questioned it, why didn't they institute anything legislatively to give me confidence that our elections are not broken? Because they don't care. Right. That would have been the thing they to do. They don't care. That the, the day after 2020, when, when Joe Biden took office, the very first thing he should have done is say, listen, I won legitimately. 
I know there was a lot of things that didn't look right, but I won legitimately. But I know millions, half the country, feel that it was robbed from them. So we are going to institute a, a blue ribbon committee today that's going to figure out how to do the next election so that people don't feel their vote wasn't counted, that votes were counted in the middle of the night, all these shenanigans that everyone is upset about. So that never happens again. We have to have clarity in our elections. Otherwise, they want it it's, to happen it's fake. Again. They want it to happen. Well, January that's like follow 6th, the money. You know, you read a lot of articles that January 6th was purposeful. It was initiated. Yes, there were people involved there. It was initiated and, and supported by the government so they can make a whole issue out of these bad conservative Trump people. And what did they do? They walked into our house, the Capitol. I'm not saying it's legal. Right, but they, did they do anything terribly wrong? They call it an insurrection. Nobody was charged with insurrection. Uh, did anybody have guns? They, they, what were they going to do? Take over? I am now the horn guy. Right? <laughs> I am now the president of the United States. Give me the suitcase with the with the nuclear weapons. I am now in charge. That was ridiculous. It was not an armed insurrection. But, you know, when you think about it, when Trump offered um, National Guard and Nancy Pelosi, who's in charge of House security, said, no, we don't want it. The, the mayor of Washington, D.C. said, no, we don't want that help. We don't need it. You say to yourself, well, it's, it, there's no way they would fake up a thing like that. It's like there's no way they would make up a conspiracy about Trump and, and, and Russia and go on with it for three years when they had nothing. There's no way the FBI would fake up FISA warrants. There's no way that these whistleblowers that are liars would come forward. There's no way that a dossier that we know was, was fake from the beginning would come. There's no way any of that would happen. So there's no way they would make up this thing to try and go after the Trump people and say they're insurrectionists and go with it for three years, have a whole... Of course. The, of course is the... Of course. And most of the people I speak with who say what you say, and they are just... Uh, they're media hounds. They, they get all the information because they don't care. They're, they're busy running their lives. They get all the information by clips from mainstream yes. media and they don't realize how bad it really right. is. And I'm going to clarify something right now for all the people sitting in their basement in their underwear writing down what Lieutenant Joe says. Let me be crystal clear. The idiots that went into the Capitol and trespassed and broke windows and attacked police officers, they should be locked up for trespass, for assault. They should be locked up for everything they did. You're not supposed to go in there. I wouldn't have gone in there, but they did. And that was wrong. Be crystal clear about that. Nobody should ever hurt a cop. I'll be the first one to stand up for him. Nobody, Nobody should ever, ever break a, a window. Nobody should do anything that they did there. But when you see the Tucker Carlson videos, they were there was there was security personnel with keys trying to open doors to let the the, the horn guy go through. And he went in and said a prayer, loved the police, and he walked out. But that, that's another thing. You said someone hurt a cop. Judging from what I read, nope, nope. Well, there were officers injured when they were pushing down the fence barriers. Their officers were injured, and people who injured an officer should be locked up and pay a penalty. All right, listen, we, we barely even covered the surface, Jim, and this episode is coming quickly to an end. Um, I want to thank everybody that's out there. I want to thank you, Jim, for coming in. I know it's been tough for us to all get together, but the world is open again. And uh, we'll try and get the rest of the guys here and add some new people. You know, we want to hear from Miss Kathy. We want to hear from Marisa, your wife. We want to bring in some other people. And uh, as we go forward, I want to thank everybody for being out there. And remember, be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. This is Lieutenant Joe for Chasing Justice. See you down the road.